It's like you have to be able to get to the cliff and jump and have faith that you are going to be saved. Like 100%, you have to be willing to get to the cliff and jump and know that it is going to work out. And and most people say that they want something. Most people are willing to take a little bit of action. I think action is actually harder. But, um, but most people are not willing to be the 1% who, who jumps because they have unwavering faith that they're going to figure it out. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait for you to listen to this powerful interview with Christina LaCour, whose last name I probably mispronounced and forgive me. It's it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing that I probably will do often, y'all. Um, it's okay perfection is boring and we are um we are doing messy action and doing the best we can and learning every single time and and I and I after I interviewed her I wrote on Instagram I like did a live about how awesome the interview was and I totally butchered her name then and she DM me and said it's okay she forgives me so I'm hoping she'll forgive me again here <laughs> and I just want to say to you as you get ready to listen to this um this is a very powerful and energetic interview um Christina and I really um, are very convinced on how much it matters that you show up for yourself, that you believe in yourself, that you um, have boundaries around that, and that you're just super honest with yourself. And so it is going to be lots of fun. Um, and Christina's energy will just rock your world. And also, she has this great story that I think a lot of us can resonate with. Like I know for me, I can as well, because um, of how, like think back to your childhood and how you got noticed and affirmations and and how that really affects the things that you do today and the things that you think you can do today based on like what people noticed that you did and and how they treated you from it it's so it's important that we recognize you know those things because not that they're excuses but it's going to definitely help you to make sure that you're making the decisions that you want to make including deciding it's your turn which is Christina's podcast so definitely check out her new podcast it's called it's decide it's your turn and she is a fireball and she will not let you not be anything but yourself. In fact, her Instagram handle is be Christina because she never wants to forget to be Christina, which I so love. So check out the info in our show notes about how you can find out more about Christina and also um, all the amazing things she's done. Like, I'm not kidding. Wait till you hear this interview. You're going to hear like powerful woman and she could have gone one way and she decided to go another way because it's her turn. So after this message, you're going to enjoy an interview with Christina. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30 minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash be it pod. Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. 
Wonderful. Ah, Christina, I'm so happy you're here. Um, we were just talking off of the recording how it's been a bit since we've talked last, like I think almost a year actually. Um, and like our lives have changed a little bit and also not at all, but <laughs> sceneries and, and things. Um, I am really excited to talk to you because you are one of the when I met you, you're literally one of the women that I saw being it until you saw it, like just in all of your actions, um, things you were all like you did before to be the person that you were when I met you and also what you were doing to be the woman that you have become um, today. And I really um, I'm excited to talk to you and share your story. So will you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. I'm just so proud of you. We were talking about all the things before we started, and we both have recently started a podcast. I've started mine just a little pinch ago, and you're new to the scene as well, so it's been kind of fun. But uh, I'm Christina Lecure, uh, B Christina, B-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A on Instagram. I'm a former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach, and I say, quote unquote, turned. Basically, uh, the last 10 years of my life has just been a journey of uh, healing and changing myself and now helping other people do the exact same thing so they can step into their purpose and live a confident, passionate life and make a profit doing it. So that's what that's who I am right now. It's definitely, you know, we could talk all day about all the things that have happened over the last 10 years to become who I am today. But uh, yeah, what, what do we want to dive into? Well, I, 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 I love your Instagram handle. And I remember when I met you and you were introducing yourself, you said, I'm at B Christina, because I never want to forget to like be Christina. And I just found that so powerful. Um, and, and it's funny, those little reminders we have to set up for ourselves to term to, to well, to remind ourselves, like I have a tattoo that says, I wonder so that I never stop questioning. Um, because it's so easy to just put a period on things and go, well, that's how it is. And it's like, well, what if I wonder how it could be different? Like all that stuff. So I, I love little reminders like that. Um, I want to dive into first, um, you know, there before you could be who you are today, right. You like, what were some changes that you made? I know you've like made sure you hung around people that were doing things. So can you talk about like where that mindset came from and how you learned that? And then what that was like? Yeah. So quickly beforehand, I was, wasn't always being Christina. I had a lot of, um, worth of who I was tied to what I did and how I looked and who I surrounded myself with. So how we got to be Christina was I truly just wanted to be myself every single day. And I know that that this podcast just is so perfect for this topic because I think so many people forget to be their most authentic selves, forget to be. And, uh, and honestly, a lot of people don't know who they are. I think that that is one of the biggest things. A lot of people don't know who they are. And for a really long time, I didn't know how, who I was either. I had to start listening to myself and start silencing all of the things, all of the environment, all of the people around me telling me, you know, giving my, me, I called it my Atta girls while I was playing professional golf or in television or modeling or doing whatever, all the things that I did because my validation of who I was instead of being myself and knowing that I am worthy, just being came from the external validation. So I definitely think that that's, that's somewhere good to start, but how I yeah. really kind of got to 
the point where I knew I could trust and believe and know, like know within my core that I was worthy of being myself is I really had to do a lot of self-development work. I had to get to a point and, you know, a big thing in my life, there's three things, decision, faith, and action. And for me, the first thing was the decision, the decision that I was no longer okay going down the path that I went on for so long that was making me quote unquote, so successful and yet so unhappy. And I really had to get to the point that I decided that I had to do something different. You know, there's a million people that had way less than I did that were much happier than me. And so how did they do that? And so for me, it was the decision that I needed to start developing myself. I needed to figure out a different way. I needed to start hanging around with different people. I, I, you know, it started as simple as understanding that there was something more reading books, listening to podcasts, going to seminars, hiring coaches, you know, doing all the things that I had to understand that there was much more. And that was definitely a big start of, of my transformation. Absolutely. Was figuring out that there was more and then starting to wean away the things that were killing me basically inside and giving those more value than the things that were truly like lighting my soul on fire. Okay. There's a few things I have to go back to, cause I just really want to make sure people hear it. And I want to, I, I love that there are three things, decision and faith. And the, the third one was action, action. So huge on all of that. Um, but your, those added girls, I so resonate with that because it's so hard to know who you are. If you are used to your, your value, your worth, like your, your purpose being based on other people's, um, compliments or affirmations to what you're doing. Right. And then I know I resonate with that because I used to, I took every promotion I got because I was like, okay, yes. Thank you. Thank you for that new job. Thank you for that new job. And then I'm like walking down the hall in South coast Plaza at 23 years, 24 years old going, what am I doing here? Do I, I don't even know I'm here. What am I doing? Who am I? Right. And so I think like, it's so easy for us to, and I, it, it probably comes from school age of getting good grades and the teacher's reports and like going to do a good job. It's so hard to go, okay, who am I without the compliments? And like, who, who do I want to be if I never get an add a girl ever again? And I, I love that you talked about putting those blinders on. I think so many people have a hard time putting boundaries up around people who may not unintentionally or intentionally have the best interest for them because you're just like, well, what would they say? What would they do? Like, this is the person who's paying my bills, like, you know? And so, so thank you for sharing that. And the idea of like diving into these books, I think so, so often you know, we go to our girlfriends or our family members and while they have the best intentions for us, they also can have fear, right? Cause if you are changing, like if you're like on this path of like, who am I? It's so easy. And they're subconscious for the think, oh my gosh, they're, they're going to leave me. They're going to grow so much and they're going to leave me. Did you have anyone around you who was like a little bit concerned about this path that you decided to go on? Yeah. Every day still. I mean, there's still people that challenge like, who am I now? You're different. You're different. Well, fuck. I hope I am. (laughs) My God, the old version of me wasn't close to as good as this one. You know, and I think that we live in a world where we're so afraid to change. Change is a bad thing. You know, we are 
born, like as human beings, going back to like when we were first created, you know, our job was to stay safe. Our job was to keep ourselves alive. And we love safety of consistency, not changing, not developing, not growing, staying the same. And that is just to me, the saddest thing ever now is I always want to take a risk. I always want to figure out how the next thing can go. Like, gosh, your tattoo is beautiful. I wonder, I wonder how this can be different. Um, yeah. So for me, definitely I've changed dramatically. I'm not even, I'm 180 from the person I was 10 years ago. And that, and that can be very difficult. I think for me, it was learning from people who I saw that had some element or some aspect of their life that I wanted. And most of the time it wasn't the success. It was the confidence that they had. It was a lot of the times like the joy for life that they have, you know, that's what I aspire to because I know that if I would have continued down, you know, the athletic television, whatever role I could have made a ton of money. There's no question about that. I would have like, I've always known I can be successful, but being successful and being happy are two very different things. And I wanted to be happy more than I wanted to be successful. It just now happens that I realize that the more happy, the more in your purpose you are, the happier you are, the more alignment you are, the more successful that you are. Yeah, that is so cool. So I, I, um, I grew up without a lot. Like I grew up in a small town. My parents did not have a lot of money. In fact, like bill collectors called, like it was, I just wanted to get out. And I would, my friends all came from money. And so like they had a car at 16 for their birthday. Meanwhile, I was like working every hour outside of school to pay for the car. And I literally, this is when gas was 99 cents, y'all. I would like go to the gas station with quarters to get like three gallons. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Right. So like. I would look at people and I would see the things that I didn't have as like the actual objects. And I really wanted that. But then working at South Coast Plaza, if anyone knows retail, like it's the Mecca of malls. It's freaking beautiful. I ran a beautiful jewelry store and I was, I had a great discount. I was getting things. I was able to afford them and I was getting things and I wasn't happy. And it's true. Like when you're looking to other people, I love that differentiating thing. You were looking at the things that were like really made them, them, that confidence, that joy, that the, you can't buy that stuff. And so looking at to those people and kind of figuring out like, how did they get that? What are they doing? That is a really cool thing. Cause I think a lot of people might miss that. And they're looking to people like with the path that they did, how do I copy that path? Or how do I buy, if I buy those things, if I'm wearing those clothes? Um, so that's a really unique take. Um, I want to dive don't in if you, me, if you don't get me wrong though. I, I was on the wrong path in the beginning, you know, in the beginning right. of my journey. So like, I don't want anyone to think that like I had this right from the beginning from 18 to 27 <laughs> years old. All my whole thought was if I'm skinny, if I'm pretty, if I'm making money, I will be happy. So it took right. me getting to like the rock bottom before I realized that like the skinny, the rich, the pretty is not the key to my happiness, at least. So I I do always want to preface that like it took me 27 years before I got my shit together and understood that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think it's also like, it's so important to share that because I think also it's so easy for people to look at you now and go, well, she has it all and, and not hear the, no, no, for, you know, 10 plus years, I was like, 
not happy, really not happy going after the wrong things. And, and that's good too, because no matter where you are, you know, we go after what we think based on what we've been raised with media or with family or anything like that. And then you have to go on your own path, hopefully, which you've done. And, and, um, and so you did the decision, which is that's, I think a lot of people, I actually think that might be one of the harder parts. I think action can be easier because you can take action steps from anybody, but this deciding, um, uh, is truly like one of the biggest ones, because that's kind of like a fork in the road, even though it's not, cause you can really make a decision to change your mind the next yeah, day. But exactly. like, <laughs> but like that decision is where a lot of people struggle. with what if, what if I do this? Like I'm, I might be missing on these things. So decision was hard. Faith is your next one. And this is what I love this because faith is truly believing in something. You don't have evidence to be true right now. And being it, becoming, becoming Christina, the Christina that you don't know yet <laughs> that you didn't know at the time that does take faith. And so what were you, what were, what, what were you going, what were you doing to have faith in that? You know, for me, I never grew up in faith. So, you know, you can say God source universe, whatever you believe for me, it's God, but I never grew up in, um, any type of faith based home. You know, it's just not something I'm originally from Canada. It wasn't something that was familiar to us. Um, I moved to Arkansas when I was 18 or pardon me, when I was 21 years old to play college golf and obviously Arkansas, middle America, Southern Bible belt, <laughs> not middle, <laughs> Southern Bible belt. There's a church on every corner. And in the first couple of years I was here, I was like, Oh, this isn't for me. But I think right when I told you like that 26, 27, 28 timeframe is when I had kind of hit my, Oh, wow. I can't do this by myself type of situation. And I knew that I, in order to make some changes, I knew I had to believe in something greater than myself. And for me, it was tiptoeing in my faith. Now I always say that God and I are tight. He knows I say fuck and he still loves me, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, for me now, it, my faith is everything to me because I, I truly believe there's no way on the planet. I would be where I am right now. If I didn't believe that there was something greater for myself. I didn't believe that something greater was in control than myself because for such a long period of time, my whole thing was, I will fix this. I will do this. And, and you work so hard on controlling everything. Like, I don't know if there's any control freaks out there, but control <laughs> is one of the most craziest things on the planet because it, it, you literally cannot control everything. You can try and make yourself fucking miserable. Um, yeah. I was there. <laughs> um, but you have to be willing to believe that there is something greater than yourself and believe that something better is going to happen for you and, and be willing to take decision and action and know that like if your decision and your action hasn't gotten you there, well, then something better is waiting for you. And you have to be willing. Like, I always say that, like, you know, when I tell someone, okay, I've decided, and then you're taking action. I always say that like, God is going to throw like this roadblock in the way all yes. every single time, every single time in, in, in my words and how I explain it to my clients is I always say, like, he's just saying like, you said that you've decided you said <laughs> that you're taking action, but when the rubber hits the road, when it gets super freaking hard, when you wanting to quit, when you can't believe this is going to work, do you have faith to keep going? And I yeah. believe that every single one of us come up to this, to this moment and you have to be willing to get to the absolute, it's like, you have to be able to get to the cliff and jump and have faith that you are going to be saved. 
Like a hundred percent, you have to be willing to get to the cl- cliff and jump and know that it is going to work out. And, and most people say that they want something. Most people are willing to take a little bit of action. I think action is actually harder, but, um, but most people are not willing to be the 1% who, who jumps because they have unwavering faith that they're going to figure it out. Yeah. I, so there's that whole like leap in the net will appear and I forget whose podcast I was listening to. I want to say it was Brene Brown years ago, but basically it was like this whole idea of like, what are you willing to leap for? Whether the net appears or not. Right. Like, because like you might have to hit a couple mountains on the way down before you get to the path you're supposed to be on. And, um, you know, so as a child, I was very impatient. I'm still impatient. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what, I think that's why action is not a problem for me. Cause I'm super impatient. Like, let's just do it now. But I used to pray for like my parents, like you need to, like, you need to be more patient. And so I pray for patience. Cause I was actually raised in a, in a very Christian household. And so I pray for patience. And then inevitably the next moment, my patience would be tested. And my parents were like, he's just testing to see if you really want this. And I was like, I'm not praying for it anymore. Cause I'm tired of the test. <laughs> Just like a just just a total child moment, but it's true. Like I think people, I think people see those obstacles, those those tests of the faith as a sign that this is the wrong way to go. But it's not the wrong way to go. It's the test to see if you're going to fight for it. And if you're not going to fight for it, then you didn't really want it. That's that to me is like more of the sign. Like it's the obstacle. It's not the sign that you're not supposed to do it. It's the, it's your energy to the obstacle. Like, are you going to fight to get over the obstacle? You're just going to go, Oh, I guess it wasn't meant to be. (laughs) Amen. 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 Yeah. So, okay. So we'd faith, which is key. I mean, just believing that you, there's something bigger than you out there. There's a reason that's why I believe everything happens for us. I mean, (laughs) so when I was, um, when I left my ex, um, I had no actual plan for that. That was like the decision (laughs) and then faith that it was like the right thing to do. And so I just like, first I told people so that I couldn't go back on it. So that's another way you can like also <laughs> take action. I love like, that. Who do I, tell who do I have to tell? Who do I have to tell so that I am too embarrassed to like go back on this decision and, um, and then just faith. And so I was like couch surfing for three months. And, um, during that time, like my car was totaled. So now I have no place to live and my car is totaled. And then the studio I rented space from that was gone. And I just kept going, okay, I have faith that this was the right decision. I'm not this, like, this is not a sign that I made the wrong decision. This is just, this is just, you know, God universe, what have you to going, okay, we're just going to, you, you made a decision to have a different life. We're taking away all the things that would make you have the same life and make you be the same person that you already were. Like, we're just getting rid of it. And I think that I, I hope people hear that, like, just because you make a decision, just because you have faith doesn't mean it's smooth sailing. The work is still has to happen. And so action taking, like what, when people don't know what the first step should be, the first action should be like, do you, what do you do when you're about to take action? Like the first thing. Yeah. So, I mean, there's never a wrong action because you can always just take an action and then do a different action next time. It's kind of like making a wrong decision. There's no such thing as a wrong decision. It's like, cool. That's a great decision. Um, I'll do that one again next time. Or, okay, that didn't go as well. I'm going to do a different decision this time. But I think one of the things that comes up for me when it comes to action is so many people are now consumers, especially with like what we have on social media. Like I bet you there's probably someone out there who knows Pilates more than you because they've consumed it more than you, but they don't take the 
action of putting it in practice every single solitary day. So I think putting out the action is just taking an action every single day. I think one of the things, like one of my superpowers, (laughs) I will say in action is the fact that I'm really consistent. Like my consistency is like boss. And I think that people underestimate the power of being consistent with your actions. Like the smallest action over and over and over and over literally pays off. And so many people think you have to do these massive actions in order to like grow and do. It's really not. It's just like consistent action over and over and over and over. I'm sure, you know, there's some sort of Pilates move that you could, if you did it consistently every single day for a year, it may not be like the most complex things on planet, but you're going to be pretty damn close to an expert by next year. It's just that most people are not willing to be consistent with their actions. And yes, you can pivot. Yes, you can. But overall, consistency with action is is one of the most life-changing things ever. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, um, I teach a lot of people and my whole thing when I teach Pilates is that it's like practice over perfection, like mm-hmm. trying to get the perfect exercise out of yourself every single day is going to make you crazy. You actually can't do that. Your body changes every day. Maybe you slept bad. Maybe you didn't drink enough water. Like there's so many reasons why the exercise might not be in your body that day. But, um, there was a time when I was training with my mentor and you have to like test, it was like an audition, right? Like they just want to see, are you putting in the practice? They, there were so many people who were like, I don't understand why so-and-so didn't get into this program. And I'm like, because she's trying to be perfect. And they're looking for someone who's dedicated to the practice, who's willing to, who's not looking to be like the model of what it looks like, but actually like dive into the juice. And that's really hard to explain to someone who's like control freak perfectionist. And so I was doing this exercise and because of my hypermobility, it was a really hard exercise for me. And I was so, so worried that I wouldn't pass this audition because I wasn't even getting to the point where you could even do the action of the exercise. But instead I was like, okay, consistency. I'm going to do this every single day for 90 days. My auditions in 90 days, I'm going to do this exercise every single day. And I'm just going to hold it, I'm just going to hold it and have that faith. And so my action was not actually in doing the full exercise. It was just showing up and getting my hips in the air and holding the position and thinking about it, thinking about what the exercise looked like while I'm holding it. And then on 91 days, I had to do my audition and I picked that leg up and I set it down. I picked the other one up. Was it beautiful? No. Did I pass the audition? Yes, because they saw the practice. And so I think you're absolutely right. It's, it doesn't have to be this big thing. Your consistency can be something small with the faith and dedication to your decision. And it's going to pay off over time. I think a lot of people forget that Oprah wasn't built in a day. Like she was a radio show host, you know, she went in many hours and then she was like a on air person, many hours. Like she didn't all of a sudden become the best, one of the best interviewers you love to know, like she to put in the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's so true. So I I would say in it's, there's a time for consuming, but then there's a time for action and make sure you don't get confused on which one you're spending too much time on. It's kind of just like everything, right? Like decision, make it super fast. Faith, always have it. Action, take it fast and just figure out, fail, figure out, fail, figure out, fail, move on. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I think that that's just like the key to, to it all really. Yeah, no, I love that so much. It's that, um, I I don't know even when I learned it, but like, I like hated failing. Like I hated it. It wasn't a, we're taught failing is such a negative thing. The society teaches us that and it's horrible. Yeah. So here I am 
straight A student who really couldn't tell you anything out of the biology class. Cause I'm pretty sure I memorized the hell out of things, took the test and then forgot it. Cause like, I didn't actually put in the action to it. And I, um, and I, I remember, you know, um, and maybe I was drawn to Pilates because of that perfectionism thing. I definitely do call myself a recovery recovered perfectionist. Like I'm much better at it because I'm like messy action all the time fell forward. Like what didn't go well. Okay. We now, how do we do it better? And it's, you know, um, it's really funny because sometimes with a team, they're like, okay, we have to do this. We have to have this ready. Oh, we're not ready for this. I'm like, we're just going to do it because we don't even know if people want this yet. So, you can like, let me just see if people want it <laughs> messy action. And then, oh, that fell flat. Okay. So thank goodness we didn't spend seven people's time on this thing. Let's figure out how we could, what didn't work. Was it the time? Was it the day? Was it the wrong messaging? It's that, it's that learning feedback and, and do it again. I think it's so much better. Cause I can tell you having A's, it didn't really teach me a lot. <laughs> so Christina, um, what are you, what are you currently working on? That's like you being Christine, like what's the next step for you right now? How are you at taking action on that? Yeah. You know, every year I try to do a couple things that are new to the business and help develop me and keep moving forward and keep allowing my, my clients to, um, continue to grow. So this year we've implemented the decide it's your turn podcast, which I totally love. And you and I, you know, we're definitely late to the podcast scene, which it feels like everyone and their mother has a podcast and we are like so far behind, but you know, it was interesting. I, for the last probably couple years, I was told to do a podcast because I love to chat and it's just something that, you know, my energy comes across and everyone had told me that, but I, I, I am again, a person like the minute I make a decision, I'm all in, like, there's nothing that's going to stop me like ever, but I have to make the decision and it has to be the right time. And you and I were chatting and this seems very similar for you, but for me, it was like, I had to make the decision that I was all in and it needed to be the right time. And this year it was, you know, we made the decision, the team and I made the decision back in, um, I think November of last year and we launched February 1st this year. And it's been so much fun. I've loved getting to do it. I love getting to share, um, special people in my life. I love getting to share the messages. It's been super, super fun. So decide it's your turn, the podcast. And then this year we are launching a network that decide it's your turn network. It's a membership service. So we're excited about cool. that because, you know, not everyone can, um, you know, get in with one-on-one -on -one with me, one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's definitely a higher price point and I'm usually sold out. And then, you know, a mastermind is amazing, but again, it's something for people who are a little bit more committed. And so we're, we're launching a membership service. So there's a little bit more of me to kind of go around for, for everyone. And then to connect the people, because I believe like you do, we're both very much in this mindset that you are who you surround yourself with. So I want to create a space for people to surround themselves with great people who are on the highest vibration, who want to live in their purpose, who want to be, you know, the most confident version of themselves to live out this short time we have on the planet. So those are the couple of things that we're doing this year. That is, that is awesome. Yeah. I, I know I was, um, I have had the idea of going, of having a podcast for years, Brad and I wanted to do it. We actually started one years ago on how, cause it was going to be like a, not a dating podcast, but basically like we all tell our dating story, which then would lead into like bringing on other couples dating stories, because we just wanted people to hear that there's multiple ways that you could meet your person. And, um, 
And on our season finale, the hard drive fell off of the computer and broke. And it had the final episode, but all the music, all the things like, and we just, it was at a time in our life that we were just so busy. We couldn't do it. So literally it was like left on episode 11 and no one got the end. <laughs> oh my gosh, the worst, the worst. I had people going, are you ever going to release that one? And I'm like, well, we got married. So obviously it worked out. All right, guys, <laughs> you have no idea how much work this is. And so when, when people were like, you have to have a podcast, you have podcasts. I'm like, well, first I need to decide what it is. Because yes, I'm made, I know that I want this podcast, but if I don't know what it is and who it's for yet, then it's just me blabbing. I could do it on IG live and it requires no editor. It requires, it requires no music. It requires it. That's free. Um, so it did take me a bit and now like, yes, I like, I do feel late, but also also, because I believe everything happens when it's supposed to, I feel like the messy action I'm taking right now and being completely untrained as a podcast host and having no, no real idea. Um, I am better today at it than I would have been three years ago, three years ago. I think there'd been some insecurities around me doing it. You know, there'd just be some other things that would have held me back from having the best podcast I can be. So I hope you're hearing this and that if Christine and I could start this late where we've waited for everyone and their mom, plus their chickens <laughs> exactly. to have a podcast and we're like, we're going to do it now, <laughs> but there is still room for you. Cause there's room for everyone. Cause there's seven and a billion people on this planet and people can listen to multiple podcasts. They can listen to both of ours and 17 others and still love it. Right. So, so I hope that that gives people permission to, to start something where they think it's saturated. Cause that's probably the best time to join in because <laughs> then everyone knows what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I love that you're doing that network. Um, because I have two communities, I have my agency community and my OPC community. And, um, what I love about it is for both of those communities, they are able to spend time around people whose mindset is also what they're looking for, even if they're all trying to get into the mindset of practice over perfection or doing more of what they love, like that, that thing, you need constant reminders until it becomes a habit. And so surrounding yourself with people who are also working towards that really does keep you in that, that space, because it's so easy if you're not able to be around people you know, if you're just with your family or friends who don't have that mindset or don't have that drive, it's easy to fall back into the old version of yourself instead of becoming the one that you want. So I think that's a really cool opportunity that you're putting together, Christina. And I, I really commend you on that. Um, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, Christina is going to give us some tips and advice that you can be it. So stay tuned. Don't go away yet. I know how much you're enjoying this show. Me too. If you're looking to make more time for you and have more energy, get my free 30 minutes Pilates class at onlinepilatesclasses.com slash beitpod. If you're new here or haven't done this yet, this is a great way to start making yourself a priority. So head over to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. Now back to the show. Okay, so I feel like we've given people a lot of awesome information you, especially because those three tips of, of decision, faith and action. But I do feel that it's really easy for people to go, okay, this is amazing. That was awesome. Christina Leslie. I love this. Okay. Faith is that's the part that I was missing, but I think it's really hard for people with life being really busy, life being really crazy. Maybe they got a lot of kids running around to prioritize being it. And I just wonder if you have any tips on like how to make being it a priority. 
Yeah. I love it. Great question. So I actually ask people all the time, like where, what are your actual priorities in life? Right. And people will, you know, like, let's just say the typical response is my spouse, my kids, my health. Okay, cool. Now let's look at your day and let's see how much time you actually spend with your spouse. You literally talk to your spouse 15 minutes a day, but you say it's your number one priority. You say that your kids are your priority and yet you give them two hours on the weekend and you say that your health is your priority, right? And what do you do? You work out 30 minutes twice a week if you're lucky and some days when it's cold, you sleep in. Um, So I always look at someone's, what they say their priorities are and where their actions are actually coming in place. And I think sometimes we just need to just give ourselves a hard check here. If your priority is getting your health back in check, every action that you make better make sure that that priority is lining up with that action. Going to the, you know, going to the club after work to have a couple drinks, that is not in line with your priority of getting healthy. You know, sleeping in because it's cold on a Saturday and you don't want to go to the gym, that is an action that's not in priority with your decision that you want to put your health in first. And so I think sometimes people, we just have to take a hard look at ourselves, right? We have to take a hard reality check. And I think that that's number one. The first thing is because people don't really realize they say where their priorities are, but then they look at their actions and it's completely out of alignment. So look at your alignment, look to what you're actually doing in your life. And then also too, like, who are you surrounding yourself with? We've talked about this a hundred times, but if you're wanting to get your health in check and you're hanging out with five people who don't eat well, don't work out, your chances are you're going to be the sixth person. Like it is what it is. So put yourself in a situation where you find that workout buddy, you find that person who's like, you know, making sure that that's a priority in your life. You know, what you obsess with, you become most of the time. You are obsessed with what you get to do. I'm obsessed with what I get to do. Everything else is like boundaries Boundaries are huge. Number one, like put a boundary on your life because if you don't, no one's going to do it for you. So that's really, really important to remember is that you have the absolute obligation to live your best life. I think you living your purpose. I always tell this to people, you living your purpose is not just like for fun. It's a hundred percent of responsibility. I believe every single one of us were put here for a purpose and a reason, and it is your responsibility to live that out. And I think very few people actually look at that and actually take that responsibility on, you know, really, really well. Like you do your job on this planet, Leslie, really, really well. You hold that responsibility at high regard. And a lot of people don't do that because they don't feel like, you know, they just don't give the the faith decision and action to the priority, right? right? So you know, you got to really dig in sometimes. Chances are, if you're a person who's listening to this podcast, you're probably a person who's going to go, you know what? I am really out of alignment right now. What can I do? What actions can I put in place? What boundaries can I put in place? What policies, you know, is it, I always say when, (laughs) when you pay, you pay attention, you know, I, your people, they hire you. 
they show up. I, I have a personal trainer. I pay him because when I pay, I pay attention. You know, my people who I work with, they pay me a lot of money. Guess what? They pay attention and they move forward a lot faster than they would if they didn't have me in their life. I know it to be true 110%. So I think there's a lot of things that people can be doing. It's just a matter of, do you want it? And one thing I always tell people is quit saying you want something. If you're not willing to take the action and put the payment behind it, you know, you Mm -hmm. want to be healthy. Do you really? Because you want to sleep in, you want to eat the shit. So if you actually wanted it, and like, I quit saying that about myself in a lot of regards, like, you know, I used to beat myself up horribly for, you know, gaining a couple pounds. Now I don't even talk about it really, because I'm kind of like, you know, what? at the end of the day, I actually really like nachos and going to have wine with my husband. So I'm not going to beat myself up before it, but I also know that I'm probably not going to have the six pack that I used to have or the ass that I used to have. Now, don't get me wrong. Some days I would like that, but my actions are not coinciding with that. (laughs) Oh, I love this. It's so true. It really is. If your schedule does reflect what your values are, what your priorities are. And I think that is the best advice, um, for people to just today, look at your calendar and just like, look at it, just be really honest. And you don't have to flip the whole calendar around today. Try one day, one day where you actually, and one priority, one value, and try to put it in there and live that. And I think that is really excellent advice. And it's true. Like just being also very honest with ourselves, but I love how you said that. Like so many people think, that we're out having fun. It must be fun to be us because we're just doing our thing. It comes with a lot of responsibility and those boundaries. Sometimes they're the lesson that people have to learn. And that means telling people no, that like, it might like, you're like, Oh, that's going to really hurt them. Cause I know they really want to hang out with me and I would love to hang out with them. But like what they love to do and what I love to do don't align right now. And you know what? that might be what they need to hear. They might need to hear, no, actually I'm not really willing to go out. I used to do this in LA. I used to go, I can't, I can't go out with a few for drinks because I'm a, I'm a grandma. I go to bed like by 9 PM, but, but I'm happy. I, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, but I, I run every day at this place. I go to yoga every Saturday at this place. And I do a Pilates class at this place. If you want to join me at any one of those places for sure, I get coffee or smoothie afterwards. I'd love to see you that's how you're going to hang out with me. And you know what? Some people really did do that. And we had even better relationships because of those boundaries. And I didn't resent like, Oh, I'm out late with them. This is going to suck tomorrow. No, I just asked them to meet me on a place that would would align with what my values were. So thank you for that advice. So everyone can find you on Instagram at B Christina. Yeah. B E Christina. And, and then your uh, podcast is decided it's your turn. That's right. You can find it anywhere. Podcasts are played. Perfect. Everyone, it's uh, all going to be in the show notes as well. And do us a big favor, screenshot this, share it in your stories, tag us both with your takeaways. It doesn't just like let us know what your takeaways are, but it also inspires other people to think of those things as well. And especially your friends and family who you probably wish were being it with you. And so please do that for us. Um, thank you, Christina. I can't wait for, hopefully we have another conversation less than a year away. That is going to be a priority. <laughs> no kidding. My gosh. Thank you for having me. Thank you. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. 
Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. You see it is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Kevin and Bell at Desenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mondal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.